Today on the program. Under control? You're grabbing a fucking bazooka, you dumbass! It's kick-ass! Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I'm your host, Nick. Joining me today is the tongue punch to my pastry hole, Anthony. <laughs> I don't even remember that in the movie, but I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of hoping it's not even in the movie. I'm kind of hoping that true feelings are just coming out now. <laughs> uh, no, when he's, we first meet his buddies and they're sitting at school, he's like, hey, this is your mom. He's like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, then and then he's like, this is your dad, and shoves a whole hot dog in his mouth. Actually, no, that's still my mom. <laughs> So it was in there. All right. I believe you. It's not just feelings coming out then, I guess. No, I keep those very deep. <laughs> they only come out when drywall's involved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, today we are talking about Kick-Ass from 2010, directed by Matthew Vaughn, who gave us Layer Cake, the movie that got Daniel Craig the role of James Bond. I've never seen Layer Cake. Layer Cake's pretty good. Is pretty it? good. Uh, he also did X-Men First Class, which I also enjoy, and the Kingsman Trilogy. The Kingsman, what, Golden Circle, Kingsman, this. Yeah, I do movie. enjoy the Kingsman's movies. Uh, I think they're they're kind of silly, especially, I don't know, like the first, they're all pretty pretty silly. Pretty yeah. silly, but I, I enjoyed them. He so. definitely has a style, Matthew Vaughn. You know, I mean, directors do. That's what sets one apart from the other, but... I, I just feel like the kind of heightened comic book type of thing is his yeah. wheelhouse for sure. No, like I almost added the Kingsman to the K's, but then I was like, eh, I don't feel that strongly about him that I need. To yeah, do and I I thought the first one was fine, and the second one I don't remember at all, and I didn't even go I into the had, third is one. the second one. Oh, the third the third one is. I, I can't which one had Julian Moore in it, but it was like I love Julian Moore, but it was it was pretty bad. Like I'm like, ah, I'm done <laughs> with this. Yeah. No, I think, um. So I didn't even make it through the whole trilogy, but uh, it's, that first one was fine. You know, everybody loves the church shootout to Freebird mm. and, and all that great stuff. So there's, there are good things in it. Uh, but we're not talking about Kingsman today. We're talking about Kick-Ass. 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 <laughs> um, it did not, I did not look at, man, Elise goes into surgery and we just... Oh, it's <laughs> fucking lose everything, don't we? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll pull up the uh, the. Do I know. I do know that as far as the ratings go, it's a seven point six out of ten on IMDb, seventy seven percent critics on Rotten Tomatoes, eighty one percent viewers. So pretty pretty high rating as far as the the normal. Yeah, people loved the kick ass. Yeah, people loved the kick ass. And the box office, the budget was thirty million. Um, it grossed forty eight million. So not uh, opening weekend was just short of twenty million. So made some money, but not a tremendous. I guess the worldwide gross is ninety six million. So a respectable amount by the time it's all said and done, I guess. But enough for a sequel. Yeah, but that sequel didn't didn't uh, apparently have enough return because we did not get a third. No, and I don't remember. I don't remember shit about that sequel. Other I don't remember Jim much Carrey, of the sequel. Jim Carrey's in there as a really obnoxious character, but I don't know much past that. 
yeah, I don't. I had to, I, and I was planning to watch it again, but I just haven't hadn't got there yet. Man. Aaron Taylor Johnson guy, he's kind of he's uh, he's doing bigger and better shit now. Yeah, he's getting. I mean, I I, I really enjoy this movie, but uh, yeah, he was in Bullet Train. Yep, and uh, he was Tangerine, which that's an awesome movie. If you haven't seen that, I would absolutely. He was in um, the one Avengers movie. Oh yeah, he was Pietro. He was, he was the fast guy, the Quicksilver. I think he's also coming to Spider-Man. I think he's going to be Craven the Hunter in Spider-Man. That's right. Correct. He is. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, hey, I kind of like him, too. But <clears throat> we open, speaking of, with narration by our titular kick-ass, Aaron Taylor Johnson. I always wondered why nobody did it before me. I mean, all the comic books and movies everywhere. Figure one eccentric loser would have made himself a costume. And as he's talking, we see this guy like up on top of a building, like in his kind of bird looking get up with this yeah. cape that's like wings. And he's, you know, fanning his feathers and getting ready. And uh, I can't believe I, I can't believe that I'd be the only person that ever fantasized about doing this. And then the guy jumps off and he's flying to the ground. Everybody's looking. I'm like, oh, what's this? Oh, and then just <laughs> right into a car. <gasps> he's going to fly and then smash. Smash to <laughs> do it. Oh, uh, that's not me, by the way. That's just some Armenian guy with a history of mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? I'm Kick-Ass. And, of course, we see this license plate that says Kick-Ass. And this is how we find out we're in New York also. Um, cut to six months earlier. I was I was just your standard high school nerd. I wasn't a jock. Wasn't a uh, math elite. Whatever. Uh I didn't even have 300 friends on MySpace. A lot of MySpace talk. In yeah, this movie. everything's on MySpace here, which... It's 2010. If it, the movie came out in 2010, but I don't know when it's if it's based 10 years before that yeah, or something. Yeah, that's true. I was like, I guess my, I mean, MySpace was... Because they're also all using like flip phones as opposed gone, to... Because yeah. in 2010, it'd be the smartphone era. So Starting at least. Yeah. yeah, we're getting into it for sure. I don't know when the first Apple phone came out, but shit, we're on like 15 now. Doesn't a new one come out every year? So... Right, yeah. I was trying to think. So, 2010, I graduated Music Academy 2009, and I made a friend there who was like, dude, you got to get off MySpace. Facebook is the thing. So, Facebook was like taking over the world in 2009. So, this is around so, yeah, that time. Is, so, My, MySpace is still coughing. It, it's gasping breath, but that's not even a saying. I don't know why I said that, but... uh it is dated, and I was thinking the phone I had, I mean, it wasn't a smartphone like we think now, but definitely wasn't a fucking flip phone. I mean, that's just absurd. So I think this has got to be set back a little bit. Like, I don't think Yeah, I'm guessing this set back a bit. So like a few yeah, years. But, but yeah, no, maybe it is, because I think, yeah, I've been on Facebook for longer than I should have been, for sure, but it's a... Uh, you're probably right. I think this is kind of the end, end stages of MySpace and the beginning yeah. stages of Facebook. Yeah. And but Facebook's been around for a long time, but it started out, it wasn't like the, because I, I think even in college, like Melanie tells a story about how these dudes would come around, like take pictures of women and be like, well, we're putting them on Facebook because I guess when it started, it was just a, people would put it on this little thing so that dudes could rape girls or whatever. <laughs> and so I, that, apparently that's how it started, but you'd have to ask her about it. Or Zuck. Yeah, or him. But <laughs> apparently it's turned into the monster where your grandparents can find other racists. Thank God. <laughs> he formed to be lonely. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, he's just fucking whatever. He got two buddies, Marty, played by Clark Duke from uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. And Todd, Evan Peters, who plays Quicksilver in the X-Men movies, whereas Aaron Taylor Johnson was Quicksilver in the Avengers movies. So they've both played both Quicksilver. Played. Huh. And, uh, I didn't even put that together. I was wondering where I saw the guy, but that's, yeah, that is right. That's crazy. That's the X-Men. Two Quicksilvers. Yep. Two Quicksilvers. One of them played it in uh, the new uh, Scarlet Witch series, too. can't remember which one it was. Would have had to have been Aaron Taylor Johnson, I'd imagine. No, because whatever one it was, it was the one that was in the X-Men movies. Oh, so Evan so, Peters. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah cause, because it was, uh, that was part of the multiverse type scenario uh, of it. But the, the lack of reality and stuff. Oh, Scarlet on, so. Witch. I was thinking uh, Black Widow. My bad. Well, Scarlet Witch is kind of, she's in the Avengers. Avengers, but the multiverse thing goes more on her story, not Black Widow. Yeah. I don't know why I was saying Black Widow. Anyway. Standard teenager uh, jerks off to fantasies about his English teacher, big old honking titty English teacher. Yes, an attractive English teacher. uh, Who catches, I mean, at first it's like, I see you, check me out. I want your hands all over me. Oh, my God. And she's like all into it. And, of course, that's a a fantasy. But then next she calls his name. It's like, you need to be reading Shakespeare right now. And, you know, he needs to be doing his, his studies, not looking down her dress. But... Look, I'm sorry, lady. You are very well endowed, and you're a high school teacher. Yeah, maybe <laughs> extreme low cut cleavage type dresses is not. She didn't seem. She knew what he was staring at, and she didn't seem too upset. About not it. too upset, but I'm just saying, I, ballroom type, like the the deep cuts. That's like going out to a fancy thing type of dress, not a teaching high school kids, especially hormonal high school kids. You don't want those puppies on that on display. I don't know what to say here. Yes, no, I don't know. I guess it just depends. She can dress however she wants. She's a free, strong, she can independent dress however woman. she wants, but she doesn't have to freaking dress. She doesn't have to change the way she dresses because some high school kids get some boners. <laughs> They're gonna get boners anyway, right? Just well, wear what you want. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, you know, all the times I get ogled. Yeah. You know, how uncomfortable I feel about it. I'm like, I just rather dress down so people don't, like, stare at my tits. <laughs> I'm not a piece of meat. Yeah. Right. I do like, like, because when I started watching this movie, Jude, he likes John Wick. I was like, dude, if you like John Wick, you're going to probably like this movie. It's a lot of action, a lot of violence, a lot of cool stuff, you know, and it starts out with him just beating off. Like, not my, not, not my son, but. <laughs> Like, yeah. yeah, it's like pants goes up to the front of the computer, pulls his pants down, and just you don't like, see him doing it, but it's pretty obvious. What yeah, he's to do. well, he talks about it. It right. doesn't take much. He's looking at the you know the old bare-breasted women of of African tribes, and <laughs> we just keep seeing all these happy tissues falling into the trash can. He even says, if I ever get my hormones in check, the Kleenex stock is going to plummet. <laughs> so a lot of masturbation jokes, um, but it's not just. Older tissue or older women, I have fantasies about. Also, I have a crush on my classmate, Kate. Kate Duma, spelled D E A U X M A. Duma. <laughs> it's not Duma. You can do my in the morning. You can do my in the <laughs> night. You can do my what you want to do. Oh, Deborah. Deborah Twist was miss. Oh no, that's a. Yeah, that's, that sounds right. Deborah Twist. That's sorry. 
Um, Dumas is Lindsay F- but Fonseca. Lindsay Fonseca, yeah, who uh, also was in Hot Tub Time Machine. She was the one that stabbed out uh, John Cusack's eye. She was his girlfriend Jenny from the the past. I uh, it's been so long since I've seen it. I don't recollect, but but uh, I guess she looks pretty believable as a high school student, but. I don't know. She looks a bit beyond high school in this. I'm not 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 full on. Maybe I just want her to be older than high school in this. I don't know. Um, well, let's see. It came out in it uh, came out in 2010. She was she born, was born in, in 87, so she's like 23 when it came out. Anyway, 22, 23. So about the same as Ralph Macchio. She's Ralph Macchio yeah. in this. Hello, fellow yeah. students. <laughs> Uh, and it's an embarrassing scene at the lockers where she goes, hey, gorgeous. And he's like, oh, hey. Oh, oh, fuck. You're talking to your friend behind me. Oh, oh, sh- I knew I was I was just joking. I was, I was oh, uh, uh, I'm going to go kill myself. <laughs> um, and so more more opening narration and, you know, no radioactive spires, no alien origin story. Uh, my mom died of an aneurysm at the breakfast table, not in a dark alley. And of course, during that one, you see they're, they're all sitting around. You get the box of cereal like up front and center, and she just like yeah, face thump. plants down onto the table, and they just sit there like, Whoa. like mom. Yeah. <laughs> and then it comes, and now it's just him and his dad around that same box of cereal, right front and center. Did they change the bee's face? No. Real thrilling stuff. And so now they're sitting at this coffee slash comic book shop, which I guess, but you got high school kid. Like when I was a high school kid, sure, comic book shops, if Bloyd Kansas would have had one, I would have been in it. Coffee, I never would have gone to that coffee counter. I remember it was when- like a soda fountain or something. Yeah, sure. Coffee, nah, nah. It seemed like I was in high school, like when that, when like it seemed like coffee shops, like actual like fancy coffees were kind of really taken off you know starbucks was coming around at least i remember like hastings made it to small town midwest hastings least, yeah. stores would like have a coffee shop inside of them yeah and i like, could go and they always had a lot of comic books video games i mean i love oh god yeah. i loved going to hastings not once did i ever even venture anywhere near that fucking coffee part oh i had to go get me a coffee nah i had to be sophisticated a sophisticant a sophisticant sophisticant <laughs> um <laughs> But they're sitting there having their coffee like fucking every high school teenager does. And, uh, you know, he brings up, why has nobody ever done it? How come nobody's done it? You would think, you know, everybody loves Spider-Man. How come nobody's done it? Uh, Probably because it's fucking impossible, you fucking idiot. Uh, Clark Duke in this movie, I think, as the the comic relief best friend role, he's fucking great. Uh, no, no, everybody wants to dress up like Paris Hilton, but nobody wants to be Spider-Man. It's like, oh, it's probably the sex tape. <laughs> what, you've never seen One Night in Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> Great line. Love it. Um, and then up pulls McLovin himself, Christopher Mintz-Plass. Pull, you know, climbs out of the back of this fucking like town car. Yeah, He's the super rich kid. And, and uh, he, you know, walks in with the security guards looking at comics and uh, the buds, Clark and Todd. You should go talk to him. No, you go talk to him. Dave talks to him. Why me? Because you should go talk to him. Go talk to him. Go talk to him. 
you know, we, we, he could join our group and then we've got a rich friend and we don't have to buy shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Yeah. So Dave starts walking up to try to talk to him and massive mountain of a person. Security guard just steps in front of him. Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then they're leaving the comic shop. Uh, Clark goes off somewhere else. It's just uh, Dave and Todd. You know, the two Quicksilvers. Mm-hmm. The Quicksilvers. Uh, walking down this kind of alley. It's a, I, I mean, you've all seen it. We got the building on the street, the alley going lengthwise, and then the parking lot. So the, the back side of that block is a parking lot, right? So they're like, cut into the alley to go through this parking lot. And this is where they get mugged. They take their phones, their money, even your comic books. They're just comic books. I don't care. Fucking give them over. Oh, so as they're getting mugged, you see this guy uh, in the upper floor, like the, the comic store is on a ground floor up above an apartment. And he's like peeking out the window and sees it happening and just closes the shades. So we get a big like the well, the whole crux of the Boondock Saints movie was the and the the witnesses doing nothing. The right. I can't remember how the priest at the beginning of that movie was indifference of good men or whatever. It, for evil to exist, all it takes is the indifference of good men. Yeah, right? I'm not sure if that's the exact quote, but yeah, something like that. Something like right? that. Yeah. And so it's the same thing, because even uh, Aaron Taylor, David, is like, just going to pretend you didn't see anything. Awesome. Man, we really need... Somebody, somebody should be doing this. Why does nobody want to be a hero? This fucking sucks. Uh, <laughs> so a similar kind of plot push to Boondock Saints. Uh, then we cut to Mark Strong, also from the Kingman, I believe. Wasn't he the villain in the Kingman? Or one of the... Was he, he was something in those fucking Kingsman movies. I don't know. And that guy's got like a face like... I, and he, I know he was the main I, villain in the first Sherlock Holmes movie with Downey Jr. Yeah, now I gotta... Uh, I mean, he's been playing stuff. Know, he's, know, in, he's been in a... You know Mark Strong. Few, Everybody yeah. knows Mark Strong. Let's see. For sure, he's but. in Shazam 1917. Yes, he was, the, he was Merlin in the Kingsman. That's right. And um, so he's a mob boss. He's like the head crime syndicate guy. And uh, mad, he's got this guy, Trey. He's like, Trey, what'd you do with my Coke? This guy shows up. The guy that looks like Batman. I never said Batman. Well, you said black suit and a cape. Like Batman. I never said Batman. <laughs> I didn't fucking say Batman. You trying to tell me I got robbed by Batman? I never said Batman. So it turns out that... Yeah, this dude seems kind of freaking, like, pretty calm for the, a dude that's standing there with his finger and a set of bolt cutters. Because right, yes. like, they're talking to him, and they've got his pinky and a bolt set of bolt bites. Yeah. And uh, he's like, look, I'm telling you, dude showed up, beat the shit out of all of us, and took the coke. Batman. I didn't say Batman. <laughs> it's just a fucking guy in a costume. All right? And so he... Uh, but even if he did say Batman, I would almost make it more believable. Like, you're telling me, yeah, would I make that up? Would I make up right. Batman? Would I make any of this shit up? Like, you got my my pinky in your goddamn bolt bites. Let's, let's just calm <sighs> let's down. Just think about this. Yeah. No, I really, I stole it, and I want Coke so bad, I'm willing to lose fingers so that I can go home and do a bump. Right. But also, at this point, if you just say, okay, yeah, shit, it seemed like a good idea at the time, they're going to kill you anyway. So he's kind of in a bad spot. There's no right. winning the spot that he's in. I mean, all you can do is just keep telling... Yeah, and the guy even says, like, okay, so you want me to believe that Batman came up, stole all our coke, instead of 
you just being a piece of shit that's trying to keep money for yourself. Like, well, that's a good argument. And then the guy's just like, I didn't, I never said Batman. I never fucking said <laughs> Batman. So Frank, who is Mark Strong's character, the mob boss, Frank, walks out of the room and shuts the door. Oh, he's, he's like, I, listen, I got to take my kid to a movie. You hand, take this over or yeah. whatever. And he walks out. And I like when he shuts the door and he's like, all right, talking to his kid. Who happens to be rich kid Chris? Or Chris from Plas, whatever his fucking actual name is in this character. <laughs> yeah, but McLovin. McLovin. So, <laughs> we'll probably call him McLovin the rest so of the time. So McLovin's dad is the mob boss. And you can hear the screaming start in the you know the back room. So they go ahead and yeah, they with can it. hear everything. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, we're going to be late. He's like, we're going to miss the, the trailers, whatever. He's like, oh, we'll be fine. We'll get in there and, and we'll just, you know, that we don't want to see that part anyway. He's like, but I want popcorn. And he's like, tells the driver, he's like, hey, get some popcorn. And what, a Pepsi? He's like, yeah, Pepsi. And the whole time you can hear this dude like screaming and stuff yeah. in the background. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, and, and, and I'll have an icy mixed. Like when they make the red, like when they mix the red, red and, and the, the blue. blue. And then you hear a gunshot. He goes, and some Twizzlers. <laughs> yeah, he's just so, it's. It's pretty good, and I I think Matthew Vaughn overall is a he's a very competent director. Like he gets across what he wants to get across, and it's not always for me, but he's not bad at what he does. He has a definite style, and I think he's really good at it. But this, there are a lot of scenes I feel like this. But the yeah, we're going to a movie. Get you get the stuff. My kids worried about the trailer, so you're gonna fucking you're on my payroll. You're getting the shit for us, and then he's like. Yeah, I like the red and the blue, and I want the twizzle. While like torture is going on, and he's not phased at all because he wants his twizzlers. Yeah, you know it's it's, it's good, fucking funny. It's pow, a good bit. It's a re- and some twizzlers. Yeah, it's a really good bit, and the timing of it all yeah. works well. Yeah, uh, the the uh, McLovin Christopher Mintz Plas. It's Chris. Chris to meet. To, oh, so, to Chris meet is so Chris is Chris. Chris is Chris. Good. All right. Because I wrote Chris all the time. And I was like, yeah. a lot of times I just write the actor as opposed to the character name, but it doesn't matter. So, yeah. Same. Uh, David, Dave, orders a scuba suit online. You know, we'd see him at one point seeing his computer <laughs> ordering a scuba suit, and he gets it, and it's this bright green with like yellow piping, yellow yeah, design. It does on not it. look like a scuba suit. No, there's no scuba, because the face is just a cloth thing yeah. with. Like th- yeah, this, no, there's nothing. If it was like neoprene, this. you'd sweat so much you sweat to death running around town. Yeah, just be good in the winter. It's just a cloth weird suit, but he gets it and he's practicing his. Oh no, look at me! I'm a badass in front of the mirror stuff. And it's it's yeah, his training involved just like swinging his arms around in his room in front of the mirror. It's like, yeah, this is not a whole. I don't think you really thought this out. Nah. You need, uh, talk to, you need to call me Augie. Yeah, and say harken back to last week. This is a nontage. <laughs> <laughs> for sure uh we cut to a man and daughter in a apparently a drainage ditch i would say the la river yeah, like an aqueduct yeah essentially the la river but they're in new york so yeah and uh she doesn't want to get shot in the chest <laughs> go figure uh this is nicholas cage and chloe grace moritz yes. so many goddamn hyphenated yeah, names no there is a lot of hyphenated so names so many in this um, she doesn't want to get shot, but it won't be much more than just being punched in the chest, child. Well, I fucking hate being punched in the chest, so I don't want that either. <laughs> but he go ahead and just blamos her right in the fucking chest. Right, and the one problem I have with this, other than the guy shooting at his own daughter, is why not take your coat off? Why ruin a perfectly good coat? She's wearing like a, a down coat, because when they shoot her, then the feathers fly out of the coat and shit. She hits the ground. And he's like, he's like, it's just like getting punched in the chest. You're going to get, it's going to knock you off your feet. But, mm-hmm. you know, 
But he's basically like, you got to get used to doing this because people are going to shoot you in the chest. Oh. Yeah. Just, we're not even heroes. This is just school. Yeah. No. no yep. It's just training. For <laughs> This science. gets back up. He's like, yeah. all right, only two more. Yeah. We got to go two more rounds. She's like, no. Two more rounds, we can go home. She strikes up a deal. We got to do the bowling alley on the way home. <laughs> bowling alley, huh? And ice cream. If I'm getting shot two more times, I want ice cream. I want a hot fudge sundae. Well, I think that's a great idea, child. Blam! He fucking shoots her again. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, she's like 12 or 13 when they're filming this. So yeah. She's, yeah. She looks even younger than that almost, I'd say. But Yes, she does. Even young. I mean... And I, my I, daughter's 12. My daughter might look older than she is. But yeah, this th- this girl definitely looks younger. And um, so then we cut to them at a bowling alley uh, eating ice cream. You know, what do you want for your birthday? A puppy. Oh. oh. You want to, you want to, you want a puppy? Yeah, and one of those like, like real fluffy, cuddly or whatever. Fluffy yeah. and cuddly, and I want a, and I want a posable Bratz doll, <sighs> a, a, a puppy and a and a doll. Are you? No, I'm just fucking with you, Dad. <laughs> yeah. I, I want a butterfly knife. Yeah, some brand of butterfly. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, child, you got me good. I'm gonna get you two. <laughs> yeah. So he's calling her child. I didn't know what to do. Like, yeah. I, you had me a flustered or whatever. Yeah, he's like really like, yeah, very wholesome sounding. Like he's like Ned Flanders. Pretty much <laughs> while she's dropping F-bombs yeah. as a 12-year-old. Oh, child, you had me all flustered. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get you two knives. Um, so now we see Dave putting on the kick-ass outfit underneath his school clothes. And of course, multiple layers of clothes. You can't just have a shirt and maybe a jacket. You need a shirt with a button-up shirt and then a jacket, you know. Right. And he's got his fucking scuba suit underneath all of this shit. Like, Dude, that's what thing. And I, I got to buys- constantly remind myself that not everybody lives in Texas. Because it could be the middle of December in Texas, and you ain't wearing that many. <laughs> no. But even in a Kansas winter, I wouldn't be putting... I mean, the, the three layers of shirts, sure, but a scuba suit underneath that? Yeah, like, man, nah. Abs- and then he bikes to fucking school... Get all the way the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, it ain't like it's September in Newark. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Jesus Christ. I just can't imagine the fucking chub rub going on on those thighs. <laughs> well, he's a young man. He's fine. God, no. He's in good shape. He's fine. Terrible. Um, so then he's practicing jumping. Like he, he sees like how far apart the buildings are up top. And he's like on the ground trying to see if he can jump that far. Yeah, in the alley where it's safe, and then he finally gets up to the rooftop, and he's like sprinting, and right before he jumps, he like skids to a stop. It's like I'm fucking crazy. This is fucking insane. <laughs> I do like. I think there's a line somewhere along here where he's like, like every serial c- killer already knew, fantasizing eventually doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, which is a valid point, I guess. As fucked up as it is. Um, on his way home, he sees those thugs again. They're trying to break into a car. And so he put, you know, takes his street clothes off and puts the mask on. He gets kick-ass kick, kick ass mode and confronts him. Like, why don't you just move along and not worry? He's like, you're getting into some car that's obviously not yours that someone probably worked their whole life to pay for, and this isn't fucking right. You need to stop, and I'm going to fight you. And so... <laughs> It does I mean it goes as well as you would think? He immediately gets knifed in the gut. 
Yeah, he knocked the one guy in the head with the. Well, I mean, he, he got one batons. with his batons and stuff, but the the one dude went down. The other dude was had so he dodged, dodged, blocked, and then freaking knife to gutted the him. Yeah, and he falls to the ground, and they run off like fuck. We just stabbed a guy, and uh, so he's like crawling along, leaking blood. Like yeah, he like gets up, he's walking. This is not what I thought superhero would be like, and then. Bam! Hit by a car. You do not see it coming at all. Like, no. It's, it's, and honestly, it's a jump. I think, and I don't know if I might be wrong, but it looks like the same dude that hit him with the car was the same dude that was in the window when they were getting mugged. Oh, no. Because he gets hit with a car, and the dude, he like looks in the rearview mirror, and then he just drives, drives off. But so. I'm pretty sure that dude, that's his second of three appearances. I'm fairly certain. <laughs> this one guy's just the bane of kick-ass existence. Yeah. yeah. He's being a, I don't want to get involved type of guy. Yeah, because he does. That's right. He hits him. Looks back, nobody's around, fuck it, and takes off. Like, yeah. let that kid die. Hey, so I ain't going to get in trouble for that shit. Fuck that kid. Fuck that kid. Fuck your kids. Too many of them stupid kids. So, now Joe. Joe is played by, I don't know, textbook character Italian goon actor Michael Raspoli, <laughs> which, I any given character from The Sopranos, you got this guy. Um, he gets back to Frank's apartment and, uh, you know, we need to talk business and Chris, Chris just really wants to learn his dad's business and they have to keep saying, no, you know, get the fuck out. You don't get to follow us into the office. Just, um, all right. Now, now that we got ready to shit kid when you're, we're in your office here, more Coke has gone. What? 10 of my guys will actually know more than that. Cause it was eight at this place and then another four here. So that's 12. Maybe Trey wasn't lying. Maybe there really is somebody out there fucking killing all our guys, you know? And, uh, I mean, Frank obviously doesn't want to hear that. That's, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, or there was nice. even something about we killed Trey. Well, somebody said something, I don't know, maybe he's a ghost. So my, my options are either believe in ghosts or, or, or fucking Batman. Yeah. Hey, I'm just telling hey, you. People don't, are, don't shoot the messenger. People are dead and Coke is missing, all right? I'm just telling you. <laughs> So now it's Chloe's birthday. She gets her knives. And I'd like it's it's kind of a cute, wholesome family birthday thing, even though she's getting butterfly her, knives. Her, her character name is Mindy and she's or Mindy. Kit Girl. And or Hit yeah. Hit Girl, not Kit Girl, Hit Girl. Hit Girl. And uh, you know, Nicholas Cage is uh blah, 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 blah. Damon or Damon. uh Big Daddy. Yeah. And uh I mean their whole place is just lined every wall. Yeah, just lined with firearms. fucking massive firearm arsenal, except for the one wall that's like got the pictures and the little strings tying things together, the conspiracy theory right. type board of Frank's whole mafia operation. But we see them, you know, birthday, yay, I got my knives, and this is great. Thanks, Daddy. Now, uh, Joe, good old Michael Spoli here, is trying to get info out of a guy. He's even on the phone with Frank for a bit. It's like, yeah, it looks like... You know, they got some new microwave thing here. It's going to be great for treating the lumber. It's like, do I give a fuck about lumber? No, I don't give a fuck about lumber. Give me my fucking information I want. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. So he's dealing with this guy, and he's like, oh, you don't want to talk. So he throws him into this giant microwave. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those. And he's like, great. who gave you the Coke? But when you the camera's inside and you, you know, from this guy's perspective, you can't hear shit. It's like completely soundproof because the glass is so thick because it's a giant room-sized microwave. And so he's even trying to sign it out. Who 
gave you yes, our coke. <laughs> and he's like spooning up to his nose for coke. It's kind of funny. And the guy's like holding his the neck guys and start, they turn freaking out. The sucker on. He's like, oh, like this does not feel head, good or whatever. Yeah. And then <laughs> viscera, just a spray of viscera splashes on the, just the insides window. Insides becomes outsides. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, when you put a frog in the microwave. Oh, what kind of sick fuck would you do with I, I don't. <laughs> I actually did a a sci- for a science fair in junior high. Our school always had cockroaches down in the locker rooms and in the basement and stuff. So like I was like I, I didn't even I didn't care that much. I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do. So I was like screw it. I'm gonna see. I caught a bunch of cockroaches and I saw the effects of microwave radiation on on uh, cockroaches and because they always say that like. The end of the world would be the cockroaches would be all survived. So I just microwaved to see how long they could survive. Like what happened? It's so long. I won the freaking I won the science fair for that. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Well, what happened with the? Uh, I can't remember. After I think none of them survived past like five or six seconds or something like that. Like it didn't take long for. Them. I'd put one in, you know, one healthy one for the control group or whatever, and then I'd put one in for two seconds, five, four seconds, six seconds, whatever, and see what happened. And recorded all of it and stuff. And yeah, no, there was just some fucking. Yeah, I feel. I mean, I don't feel too bad about freaking cockroaches, but yeah, I I was helping get rid of cockroaches in the school and won the science fair. And I won the science fair. Real Spider Man over there. Look at you. I'm a bit of a scientist myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So yeah, dude explodes and it's disgusting. So it turns out that now Dave, after being hit by a car, has a body full of metal pins and plates and screws and shit. And he's excited. He sees the x-rays like, oh my god, I'm like freaking Wolverine. This is great. And, uh, I mean, I guess that's cool, but <laughs> I was just asking for joint pain. That's all I saw. I was like, god damn it. You're no. 16 and you're just, you're, now you've got just pain. Chronic pain for the rest of your life. It's chronic pain or not chronic pain? Because he well, doesn't feel pain, Also, right? now he, that's right, his nerve endings got fucked up. So now he doesn't feel pain. Right, which would be terrible. I mean, it sounds like it'd be awesome, but it'd be terrible because you just terrorize your body that way. Yeah, you have no idea. So let's say, like, people can't feel things like you can be leaning against the stove and not know it's hot. That Just because you don't feel the pain doesn't mean you're not still fucking being burned. Being fucked up, yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make you impervious. But then the dad walks in and his concern is, look, you were found without clothes. Did they, did those, <laughs> did those guys, what? No, dad, I told you because of the car wreck, they, had to cut my clothes off of me and throw them away. Oh, but really, there was something about he didn't because he's wearing his outfit. He's wearing he his kick-ass want, outfit, yeah. so he had he begged the paramedics like, "Please throw these away. And don't tell anybody." Yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, all right, kid, whatever." But that means when, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> Hang on, we'll get there. So now, yes, he can't feel pain anymore, and the, his buddies now think it's hilarious to like randomly run up and hit him in the head with a lunch tray. Shit like that. Yeah, just fuck with him. Shit that he can't feel or whatever. Yeah. And uh, then back at the lockers, Katie's like, hey. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. man. No, I I mean you this time, Dave. I'm saying hey to you this time. Uh, you want to like hang out, go get some coffee? I'll even buy. He's like, what? What the fuck is this, what the fuck is this all about? And Clark's like, oh, right. <sighs> There's a rumor going around that you're gay. What? How's that? I don't know. You, But everybody thinks you're gay now. So, I mean, you could work that angle. Get in there. I, I, the whole thing about 
chicks love gay dudes. Yeah, so right, gonna, right. No, and that's obviously what he goes for. Part but, of it, yeah. Uh, so and you know, uh, he he starts his thing. He starts working out because he realizes, okay, I, it's not enough to just get a costume. Like you need to actually be able to do shit. So he's working out. Started a website. Uh, tries to start f- locally. There wasn't a lot of crime the first few weeks. You know, just doing whatever. Finding a lost cat. Like he tries to get yeah, one off a billboard. He's just walking around trying to find this cat. Fuck you, Mister Bitey. <laughs> <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, it's up on the thing. He's trying to get up on, like, the catwalk in front of billboards, and he came in, and the cat's just running away from him. But, um, I forget how he falls off of it, though. Because like, he's up there, like, on the front of the billboard where we're trying to get the, the cat in. And, and the, then he, like, the, the ladder goes up the middle, but then you have to move over to the side to get on that walkway right. in front of the, the sign. And yeah. so he's, like, moving over to try to get onto that walkway part. And then he's, like, hanging from it because yeah. the ladder... He didn't go all the way up the ladder and then just step around. He Yeah. So he's hanging and then loses his grip and falls. And when he lands, he happens to end up in the middle of a chase slash beating. Yeah, there's some like three or four thugs following another dude and they're going to work him over or whatever. Yeah. And then he gets involved in that. So, yeah, he's got his batons out and he starts fighting these guys. And of course, he tells the one dude that's like just taking video of it from his flip phone, like, call 911. And the dude just walks inside the restaurant's like, hey, this dude's fighting out here, superhero guy. Everybody yeah. come out there. So it's, it's more of awesome. like nobody Most doing shit, you know? Yeah. And everybody's just watching out of the windows of this restaurant as opposed to like calling for help or doing anything. And uh, of, of course, filming on the phone because everything has to go YouTube viral. That's right. that's how all movies work. Yeah. And uh, even like, because like I'm a, I, I'm a, a CPR instructor, a first aid instructor. And they'll tell, like, you're supposed to, like, if you're going to give CPR to somebody, you're supposed to point and tell somebody specifically, you go call 911. Because if you don't, no one will. Yeah. Like, we were you, you have to give the responsibility to one person because then they feel like, oh, fuck, now I got to do this or whatever, you know. If you just say, somebody call 911, every nope. single person is going to think somebody else will do it. Yeah. And nobody does anything. Yeah. And he tells that guy, and that guy does not do yeah, it. Yeah, no, that he does not. Sucks. So he just gets his ass beat for quite a while, because he's like, oh, yeah, I've been doing push-ups, but I still haven't learned how to fight at all. Um, So now these goons are beating the fuck out of two of these people, you know, kick-ass and whoever this other guy was. But he ends up kind of wearing him out, and he's, like, standing over the guy with his batons up, and he's like, come on, motherfuckers, I can do this. I mean, he's if he felt pain, he definitely wouldn't have that much fight left in him. But no. since he can't feel the pain, he's still, like, up and going, because he, like, he was taking a beating. Well, yeah, and I guess being 50% metal at this point probably helps some, too. <laughs> but they're like, you really want to do this much for a person you don't even know? And he's just like, fucking four against one with the whole world watching and filming? Yeah, I want to fucking do this. And they turn around and see everybody's recording, and then I think sirens finally start, and they're like, okay, all right, fine, and they leave. And he's like, yeah, I did it. I'm a vigilante hero now. And, of course, you know, it becomes huge. It's like... Citywide for sure, but becomes massive news and it's on the on the actual news. Yeah, it's viral, I guess, yeah. You know, millions huge. of views on huge millions of views on the YouTubes. So he makes his own web or his own MySpace. So my MySpace account's like thirty friends. Kick asses is sixteen thousand or whatever. Yeah. You gotta pick you still gotta pick your top was it eight? It's top eight. Top eight. Gotta pick eight. that top gotta eight. Pick and top everybody's eight. gonna get salty if they're not in your oh, top man. eight. Now, you talk back to me, you're out of, you're out of the top eight. That's right. Yeah. Oh, but hey, also, this is my favorite song. Every time you come visit. That's right. Listen to my song. <laughs> <laughs> you could personalize so much on MySpace. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. 
Those are the days. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it still exists. Didn't it? So I think it, I think it sold to another company. I was like, I figured they'd try to make a big push to to get it back out there, but I think I still have my MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, so anyway, uh, there's a kick-ass comic that's coming out. There's a drink named after him at the coffee shop there. Craig Ferguson is even talking about him on TV. I know you might think I'm kick-ass, but I'm not kick-ass. <laughs> and uh, so he starts meeting Katie for coffee, and uh, she very much thinks that he's gay and really wants to hang out with him because he's gay. And so he just goes with it to spend time with Katie. And... Uh, she confesses like she what she used to date this guy or whatever, but now he won't leave her alone, and she just really wants to not be bothered by this guy Rasul anymore. Yeah, All right. So she moves up the priority list. Yeah, because now he's getting wishes from everybody. Just it's, he's like the goddamn vigilante Santa Claus. Yeah, and so I can't. Except I can't, not as good as David Harbor. No, nowhere near. <laughs> and so he's like, well, I guess I gotta go take care of this Rasul guy for this girl that thinks I'm gay. And uh, so he goes up to Razul's place, and uh, turns out Razul's a big time drug dealer. <laughs> Razul's big shit. Yeah, and but should have been tipped off to that when he had a friggin' door guard. Door he, guard. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, how how this high school girl is dealing? I mean, you would expect a drug dealer to have a better moral compass than this. <laughs> to go after high school girl. To be, Deal, trying to corrupt some innocent because she's a very innocent, pure high school girl. All right, all right. <laughs> Think about them high school girls. Never would have thought that a fucking drug dealer would be so corrupt. Um, and this doesn't go well. You know, he goes in there, who's Razul? And everybody's like, who the fuck are you? And how'd you get? I don't even remember how what he said to get past the door guy. A Katie, something about Katie. I think maybe mentioned Katie, and then and then. Because then we walked in, everybody's like, who the fuck is this guy or what? And, yeah. then, and then he said, I'm here for Katie or whatever. He said, wait, you said Katie? Yeah. So you're Razul. So you're Razul. So you got to leave her alone. Or fucking what, dude? There's like three guys inside and this scantily clad woman just to be drug dealer arm candy. I like how no he's purpose. like, what he asked, or what? He's like, or I will come back here and break all your leg, break your legs or break whatever, you know? It's like, oh, yeah, you, we're not going to put this off till next week. I feel like. I feel like we can handle this right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you just made a threat towards me? No, we're we're gonna sort this out here and now. Um so is about to attack and he fucking tases him. He's got he carries it. He's like stepping <laughs> like as as he steps forward, he tases him. Got ta- him right, right in the forehead. The, right over the eyeballs. <laughs> right yeah. the but then as soon as he tases him, everybody else just starts beating his ass. Yes. And so he starts and Roswell just rips the things out of his face and he's like, oh, motherfucker, now I'm really pissed off. Yeah, I was like, hold him down. He grabs like a big old knife. He starts coming over to carve him up or something. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this blade comes shooting through his chest. Oh, that's right. It was a blade. I was thinking it was a freaking gun, but yeah, it was nah, a blade. Blade sticking out his chest and he collapses to the ground and it's hit girl. Using like a double-ended katana, basically like the Sith, uh, whatever. Yeah, the, like Darth Maul's, <laughs> yeah, Darth Maul's lightsaber, lightsaber, but blades, and she's just fucking flipping, flapping all over this room, just killing everybody. <laughs> flipping and flapping all night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty awesome fight scene. I mean, I don't know. One thing this movie ain't short on is some pretty good fight scenes. I yeah. mean, there's some kick-ass fight scenes. 
no pun intended. Yeah, work, but yeah. it is it is the the action is really good in this, and ninety nine percent of it's from Hit Girl, and. I don't know how they found such a tiny little stunt person to take over for Chloe. I'm sure maybe she did some of it, but yeah, with the know. mask and the costumes, like it could have been anybody. But it is always a 12 year old girl yeah, stature, looks at like, least. Yeah, small, very small stature. Um, but yeah, she just fucking flipping over walls and doing all sorts of crazy shit and taking everybody out and kick ass and standing <laughs> it's, like. It's probably gently. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. Um, very violent. This movie does not hold back on violence and viscera and blood at any point. Like it's, yeah, very gruesome, which is great. I mean, it's some- kind of like when Deadpool came out and he's like, "Do not bring your kids to this movie." Like, dude, this is also a superhero movie. Do not bring your kids to this. Yeah. It's not a young person superhero. Not movie. at all. Um, so he grabs all the money and all this shit and takes kick ass up to the roof of the building. I'm Hit Girl, that over there is Big Daddy, and you see... Because at one point, someone's about to get the drop on Hit Girl, and all of a sudden, he gets shot mysteriously. Yeah, so the guy from so, the door comes inside, and he's about to freaking get oh, her, because right. he turns it back on it, and then, boom, head canoe. Right. And that's when he's like, what did I tell you? Always keep my back to the wall. That's right, child. That was a good shot, Dad. I know, child. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he was just out there sniping away and stuff. So, And he does look... Exactly like Batman. Yeah. So Trey was not full of shit to say that. Yeah, wearing like a chest plate and a ha- chest plate a and a cape and all that. Like Batman. I never said Batman. But he could have said Batman because he looks exactly like yeah. fucking Batman. I don't know why he had a cape, though. That's weird. Yeah. So she just runs and leaps across the buildings over to where Big Daddy is. She's like, come on. And of course, Kick-Ass is too scared because he's like, oh, no, not the building leap. I can't do the building leap. It's like my kryptonite. <laughs> yeah. And so they're just like, ah, fuck this bitch. And they leave. <laughs> And but this is when they also tell him, like, didn't isn't this where she tells like we you have some potential? Maybe I like, think we, so. Uh, yeah, we see something in you, and we like you. But really, all anybody knows is this YouTube video of him getting his ass kicked, but still. Like, well, how do I get a hold of you or whatever? It's like tell him at the station they got a signal. It's a giant cock in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and what, and then they told him like if you're if you want to get a hold of us, put that you're. Well, that's going when on they va- come to his oh, apartment. Or at his house. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. So, that's right. So um, he's all he's sitting at his house in his bedroom, and he's all self conscious. Like, oh my god, those two are the real deal. Like, they actually know how to fight and do shit. I'm just a stupid dick in a wetsuit. <laughs> and uh, come back to Frank, who's super pissed. Now there's even let like all of my people are gone. All of my guys on the street. I have no merch out on the street. Is this what you're fucking telling me? Um, yeah. I think it's that superhero guy from the TV, that kick-ass guy. (laughs) You you tell me one person took out my whole street operation. I think so. Well, I want his fucking head on a platter, like right fucking now. Let's find him. Let's fucking kill him. I'm tired of this shit. Um, So this is when Hit Girl and Big Daddy get into uh, kick-ass's bedroom, and they're like, here's the residue from your taser. They can trace that shit, you know, so... Consider this a favor. She also said something like when he pointed the taser at her when they were in the buildings, he's like, that is the gayest taser I've ever seen in my life. It's yeah. <laughs> like made him feel insecure about his taser. About, even about his taser. <laughs> yeah. And then Big Dad is even like, I rerouted your IP address because it was like way too easy to find you. Like it was no problem yeah. at all to find find you. Like, how did you? Yeah. Like you, you got no idea. And he's like, oh, I didn't uh, even think about that. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so Big Daddy talks a lot uh, 
Nicolas Cage based this off of the Adam West Batman. So a lot of his mannerisms and the oh, way I, love I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, he based it off Adam West's Batman. So if you need us, put on your website that you're on vacation. We'll find you. But yeah, she's like, call it on the station. The mayor has a signal. It's a big giant <laughs> cock in the sky. So it's like, <sighs> that'd Aren't be tough. Twelve. Like, I don't want to take this from a twelve-year-old girl, but I also know she could cut my head off right yeah. now. If she wanted <laughs> yeah. To. So, uh, Frank has a cop on his on his payroll. He's got a guy on the inside, right? And he calls him up. He's like, "Can't you do anything? Fucking help me out with this kick-ass." No, it's out of my jurisdiction. He's doing criminal activities. That is exactly in your comp. That is your jurisdiction. That's right up your jurisdiction's <laughs> ass. Yeah, but you pay me not to do it. Yeah, it's like they they pay me to catch bad guys. You pay me not to. So this is a big gray area. Like, oh, fuck <laughs> you, man. Do I seem like the kind of guy you want to fuck around? Yeah, with? right. <laughs> if I call and tell you to catch this guy, then this is the one you do catch. Are we sassy, jokey time. Is that what we are? Is that where we're at in our friendship? <laughs> yeah. So he, you know, hangs up. I'm fucking believable. Where's Cody? He's fucking late. We, got, we do see Cody, he's handcuffed to the steering wheel of a car. And they're like, is that it? He's like, yeah, that's it. Can you let me out now? And the camera pans out, and he's in, uh, in a car, car crusher. He's <laughs> like, I, I, I got more names. I know a whole lot of bad people uptown. I can give you even more names if you want. More names of bad people. Just let me out. And uh, nope, they crush him. <laughs> yeah, it's a long, drawn-out crushing, too. Like and it crushes see- a bit, and then rolls the car a bit, and then crushes it, and then you see just... Blood splatter on the windshield oh, before man. everything just yeah. Oh man, which what? is you like this? I guess I was gonna say super common. I don't know, if it's super common, but it's usually just other oh, car gets crushed and then you got like a cube of metal and you're just like, oh no. But this like no, there would be blood spraying out of places. <laughs> there would there would be human viscera, yeah, involved in there. this process. Yeah, I would. You would think. So <laughs> we just forgot to see it a bit. Um, now. Oh, the self-tanning scene where Dave's helping Katie. And she's just standing there in like tiny little panties and cupping her boobs. It's like, all right. And how he made it through this. It doesn't she even say something at, at that little sleepover thing where she's like, oh, it's just if only you weren't gay or whatever. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but. Oh, yeah, no, I would be like, Poof. is that more lotion? Yes, that's more lotion. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm not gonna lie here, Lindsay for 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 Micah or whatever. <laughs> Lindsay, <laughs> yeah, no, good looking, good looking young lady. Uh, 23, so we're totally fine checking her out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have sex with her. Probably because she would say no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's standing in nothing but little panties, and you're supposed to rub her entire body down. There ain't no way that you're gonna keep pretending to be gay through that. <laughs> I, I, I prayed the game away. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm feeling bi curious all of a sudden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then, this any port in a storm, you know? Gay. <laughs> I really just want to do anal. Sorry, it's just my thing. <laughs> Can we do butt stuff? <laughs> Can reach an agreement. Ah. <laughs> uh. And she's like, hey, we eat ass in this house. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> it's my house. We I don't do. know how you knew that. Did you talk to my dad? 
Were they at his house or her house? Ah, I thought they were at his. I don't know. Hard time not knowing. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, was it, was there, were they in a house? I don't know where they were at. I think there was a wall. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, so this cop gets into uh, Big Daddy's apartment, right? Just walk around like, holy shit, every wall is covered. Yeah, in which guns. you're kind of like, you kind of assume that like, I don't even know how this, you're like, how the hell did this guy get in here or whatever? But this is, this is the Big Daddy's and, and hit girl, hey girl backstory. Back, yeah. So he's walking around, you know, weapons fucking everywhere. The, the wall of criminal activity kind of thing going on. And, uh. Like oh fuck, and then a comic book. Yeah, it seems like who's drawing up the comic book? And it's a handy tool in the storyline, right. I guess. But who, what is he? Is is Big Daddy, Big Daddy, on Daddy his, just making comic on books? Sometimes making up comic books of their uh, autobiographical comic book. Uh, yeah, because then you know he starts reading it, but then we jump into the comic book, and like that becomes a flashback scene. So it starts off looking like comic book panels, and then and then cuts to just scene, but. It turns out that uh, there were two cops called Daddy and Marcus, and Daddy was getting too close to this guy, Frank D'Amico, and so Frank had him framed as a drug dealer so that Daddy could be arrested, and while he was in prison, his pregnant wife killed herself, but they were able to save the baby, and so now Daddy has this beautiful daughter, and... Became hit girl and daddy, and now... And the daughter was also, while he was in prison for five years, was raised by the other cop. By Marcus, yeah. yeah. by Marcus. And so then he got the daughter back, and uh, now they became hit girl and big daddy, and they're going to get revenge on Frank D'Amico. And so, okay, very informative comic book. Wow, okay. (laughs) Did you you send this out to get done? (laughs) Yeah. And so obviously this cop that broke in is the Marcus from the comic and you know him and daddy are Betty are Betty's buddies Betty's they're baddies um <laughs> and you know so big daddy two buddy baddies named Betty's <laughs> <laughs> So uh you know he comes home and finds Marcus like what the fuck are you doing here well one of us is still a cop you know wasn't that hard to fucking track you down and back and forth, you got to give this up. No, I'm not going to. I'm not stopping until D'Amico's dead. He's not even trying to, like, no, I'm totally on the straight and narrow. <laughs> no, I mean, he walked into a freaking... First yeah. of all, the dude used a lock and key set to freaking break into his place. So, And then yeah. there's just guns all over the wall. Yeah. And, the, the again, the conspiracy theory Yeah, the wall. conspiracy board thing, yeah. I yeah, mean, it doesn't help your case at all. I got I to gotta up my freaking... Design game. My own design game. (laughs) Yeah, you're lacking on a whole lot of crazy. Um, So he's like, you got to knock this shit off because that little girl deserves a childhood. You know who owes her a childhood? Frank D'Amico! A little bit, a slight bit of Nicolas Caging. We get full-on caging later, but we get a a bit. We dipping our toe into that cage right now. What a place to be. (laughs) So... I want to be in that Nicholas Cage. You want to be? I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break my. Gonna break my Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yes. And run. two of my favorite things: Nicholas Cage and Soundgarden. Yeah. Or Johnny Cash. Either way you go with it, doesn't matter. Yeah, they're both quality versions. Yeah, the original. So, uh, you know, now they're cruising along, and big bad guy Frank sees Kickass just walking down the street. He's like, oh my god. Oh, 
And it what's with the high fives? Everybody giving them high. What the fuck is a high? Everybody just yeah, kick ass, high five, high five, high five. It's like follow him, just follow him. Not too close, not too close. Just follow, just follow, follow, follow. Oh shit, he's going down there. He's going down. Stop, 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 stop. So he gets out and he like following him down the side. I was like, kick ass, hey, oh my god, hey buddy, ha ha. Starts punching the shit out of him. Kill fucking everyone I got. Fucking take all my shit off the street. Fuck, just punch some Robert De Niro kicks in here. Like he is yeah. a good old mob beaten. And then uh, it looks up, and there's a the guy. other guy. That, well, and I think the other guy gets out of the out of the out of the car. You know, they're driving. He's like, "Don't huh? boss car, get in here. We can't yeah. be out here doing this." Yeah, there's, a, there's a witness, and they look up, and there's a random guy, which I don't think is a random guy. I think this is the third appearance. You of think the, it's the, the same guy? guy? In the window. It looks like the same guy. Which I need to I need to research and see if it is. But I think that all three of those are the same guy. Could be, but he doesn't get a fourth. No, no more because Frank just shoots him. Yeah, yeah. I think what did he pull the gun? Did he pull his own gun out, or did he pull yeah. the gun out of his out of the other dude that came to stop him from beating the fuck? No, out of the he other pulled, dude? I think he pulled his own gun, shot the guy two or three times, and then just one to kick ass his head. Yeah, and then and then the movie was over. So yep. Oh, everybody think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it was fine. Seemed abrupt, but uh, <laughs> no, shoots kick ass up in the thing and just go. And then we cut to Katie's crying. He's like. I just can't believe he's dead. He was so young. I can't believe you're assuming she's talking about her new gay best friend, David. But then it pans around and she's talking to Dave. Like, what? <laughs> so who the <laughs> fuck I got? Would, I would come back for that post. For yeah. that ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should, I should and cry. she's crying about Razul's. Like, okay, yeah, I don't really care about that. Who the fuck just got shot in I the head? She then? wasn't crying about him, though, was she? Or yeah, did she, she find out about it then? Because yeah. he was like, I know there was a movie. I haven't heard from Razul in a week or whatever. Yeah. Earlier, I guess, in the movie. but And so you're just like, then who the fuck got shot? Because Dave's right here. And this is where she goes, I hope it's okay to say this, but it really sucks that you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pull out a little Jeff Goldblum on her. <laughs> He had some Jeff Goldblum in him. He'd have been in her already. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, Katie, I I I refuse to believe that you were uh, (laughs) unaware of the rules of uh, uh, attraction. (laughs) It's chaos. (laughs) Yeah. So it turns out there was just a kick-ass impersonator. People are hiring. You know, you get that like the costume industry is huge. Go down fucking is Hollywood Boulevard or Times Square, you know, all those places where you just get all the impersonators oh, yeah. or you hire a, a Spider-Man for your birthday party or whatever the fuck. So it was just someone who dresses up as kick-ass to do kids' parties. And so that's who he shot in the alley. Whoops. <laughs> and he's Whoops. all pissed. He's like, man, me and when it's Spider-Man part, fucking stupid-ass little kids. And he start, he's blowing rails. And even Joe's like, wait, you're back on the fucking coke now? Come on, you got to calm down, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking stressed, right? You're never stre- that far from being on back on the coke when you have a box of it on your desk. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Keep a little bit right here, just in this, case. this is my breaking case of emergency yeah. coke. Uh, so Chris bursts in. It's like I know how to help find kick ass. I could do this. I swear. <laughs> He's also like, oh fuck! He like closes yeah. the box, throws a newspaper over the rails. Like, <laughs> like what? Uh, what? What? What do you want? <laughs> here's here's a list of stuff I need, and you're gonna have to sacrifice one guy. And he even says, like, the guy, like, his second-hand man is like, we're going to sacrifice a guy, like, I can't remember his name. Like, like he's yeah. like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Baba, Tony. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, fuck Tony. Yeah, Tony's fuck a Tony. scumbag. 
So uh, we cut to the news. Tony, the big time, big time drug dealer Tony, gets arrested by a new superhero in town known as the Red Mist. And you know they're all sitting at the coffee shop, and Dave's kind of jealous. And Katie's like, "Oh, he's kind of hot. Yeah, the cape and the leather that's doing it for me. He's all right. I think. Yeah, he could get it. <laughs> like, he's got the better body or whatever. Yeah." <laughs> I don't think Christopher Mintz Platts has a better body. No, not at all. A little bit dumpy. But yeah. uh, I mean, Ralph Macchio probably is like, damn, I'd like to have a body like that. But <laughs> that at, least, at least would be one. Yeah. Um, so Red Mist messages him on MySpace. It's like, hey, dude, we got to meet, you know, superhero shit. So they arrange a spot and uh, like they, they meet in this alley. And he's like, dude, you're my, you're my hero. No, no kick ass. No red mist. Yeah. He's like, yeah, because he wins him over by being like, I want to be your sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, now you're playing into my. My My ego. Yeah, my ego. All right. All right. You know how to play me. (laughs) Maybe maybe what's her face is right. Maybe I am a little gay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's a spectrum. (laughs) So. I got my own car and everything, and they, you know, sweet fucking ride, all done up Red Mist style, you know. Oh, yeah, it was a Mustang. Mood, mood lighting and rear view camera, no big deal, and it sprays mist out of the hood, and, and he's smoking a joint. I the find, mist serves no purpose other than just no. looking cool. Yeah, yeah, purely aesthetic. And then uh, I like to smoke a joint. I feel it takes the edge off when I'm fighting crime, you know. <laughs> so Red Mist just driving around being high. Yeah, which, yeah, I was... It doesn't matter. He didn't partake with him. No, he didn't. He's just like, no, I don't want that. And so, hey, I got an email from some lady that's got a stalker. You want to go check that out and do superhero shit? It's like, sure, let's go see what the stalker's all about. So text, you know, secret text, like, I got him. And they're going to go to the lumber yard, Frank's Lumber, where the the that's the front for the mob. That's where they operate out of. And so right. they're like, oh, we got the text. All right, he's on his way. Everybody into position. Everybody into position. And when they but pull, you don't really see that part of it until after. Because right. when they just roll up to their... I mean, he's because he's saying, he sends a text like my, on the way I, or whatever. Hunter sit on my lap and we'll discuss the first thing that pops up. <laughs> oh, shit, they're on their way. And then it yeah. cuts to them pulling up to the lumber yard and the whole thing's on fire. He's like, oh, fuck, there are people in there. And they run in. Try well, to, yeah. Try Red Mist runs out. in, but <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, what's going on here? And he eventually runs Finally, in, Finally, he's like, I yeah. guess I can't let my sidekick have bigger balls than me, so yeah. he runs in, and they keep finding bodies, but they're all, like, shot, or one guy's got his throat slit, and it's like, oh. So they they were dead before the fire started. Okay. All right. And um, so they're, they're getting out. Of course, Red Mist grabs a yeah. teddy bear. And, but so the, uh, you're like, what the fuck is he buying? It's like, he's like a teddy bear on the bar. It's like, why is he buying this, buy, grabbing this teddy bear, you know? But yeah. yeah. And then even when they get outside, it's like, why'd you grab the teddy bear? Fuck, I don't know, man. We got to go. <laughs> you know, he just plays it off. So, and uh, cut back to Frank's house. And he's fucking pissed now because that was like his personal spot. That's where he did all yeah, his mob did business. His business. And That's all, all of his best men were just yeah, a lot of his guys and everything's done this fucking kick-ass guy's gotta fucking go and he, chris walks in you know red mist like no 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 i hung out with him he's just some geek he's not your fucking problem check this out what the fuck is this it's a bear you got with a nanny cam 
what you put it in my warehouse? Well, yeah, I thought it'd be cool to like see yeah, you guys yeah, post on it later or put put it out later or whatever on the kick ass on mask. Yeah, I thought it'd be cool. I thought we could get some views, but it you know it yeah. captured this. So then we get the thing where it starts as a surveillance kind of thing, like the comic book earlier. Where we start as comic book right. and just also see the like scene. when he first plugs it in and it goes up on the screen. There's like the the video from the from the warehouse or whatever, and then it's just like creepy videos of the babysitter up there, like oh, like, yeah. like it was in the bathroom or something. <laughs> yeah, luckily he just picks the the warehouse one, yeah. and uh, so then this is where we go in. And we see. Uh, the guy's getting ready for Kickass. Same thing. Go sit on my lap and discuss the first thing that comes up. Oh shit! They're on the way. Okay, okay. And then big old fight. Big Daddy comes in and just swinging around and climbing and yeah, stabbing and shooting, stabbing and, and murdering and shooting. Yeah, throwing grenades. He's got a couple yeah. grenades on his freaking uh, breastplate or whatever. Yeah, no, he's just pretty kick-ass again. Little fight scene going on here. And uh, at the end of it, when everybody's dead, he like. Throws some shit around, sets off some flares, you know, sets a couple of little fires, knowing that uh, that'll do the job. You know, there's always bottles of flammable liquid laying around for a good arsonist job. Right. You know, yeah, for, for, for yeah, for sure. So this is where it's like a yeah, impromptu this, arsony, the, the, a little impromptu. Uh, this, yeah, kick ass is not your problem. He's he's some fucking shitty kid. This guy is obviously a problem. And at no point is anybody going, "Oh, Batman, fuck." <laughs> Trey was right. Nobody ever says, I guess I guess he wasn't full of shit. The necromancers. We owe him an apology. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, uh-oh. Um, so now Marcus calls up Big Daddy. Hey, man, just letting you know. They know what you at the warehouse. <laughs> There's also in the warehouse. He, like, runs to open up a door and then just, like, like backdraft, like, huge fire, like, shoots him out, blows him up. So And this is another PSA coming up. Always feel the door handle before you open the door oh, in a yeah, fire. That's right. Because you could feed it a whole lot of auction, and that could happen if you're ever in a fire. That would be very bad. Yeah, very bad. That's, Just ask Kurt Russell. That's the movie Backdraft, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Always wanted to fuck on top of a fire truck because of that movie. <laughs> there haven't been a whole lot of things I, will have, I haven't been willing to fuck on top of. You know? <laughs> That's this is so good to fuck. Like, you kind of just, everything else kind of goes away. That's true. Huge pile of Triceratops dung. Sure, let's do it. <sighs> Come over here, Laura. Laura Dern. I can't stay mad at you. Get them shoulder length gloves on, girl. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this yeah. thing. Um, so yeah, he's like, they're on to you. No, I thought they wanted kick ass. Yeah, but apparently they had surveillance at the warehouse. They know it was you and not him. So now they're coming after you. Just doing you a service. Heads up. Okay. <laughs> good looking good, out. Good looking out, bud. Uh, so now Dave's like thinking about giving up the life. What? I need to don the outfit one more time, but. Before I get the give up the life, there's one thing I gotta do. Peter Man, or Peter Man, Peter Parker, somebody else, whoever he lists off, they always got the girl. So he goes to Katie's house and walk, like just climbs Walks in through in her bedroom guy. window, and she's blowing her hair. He's like, strikes a pose. I'm kick ass. Yeah, he's like telling her, he's like, I've got something up, but she can't hear dick because she's got the one there. blow dryer on. Blow dryer. And uh, so finally, she stops and sees him. And she like pepper sprays him, and then starts. Hitting I think, him over pepper, the head I think it's just hairspray. She's oh, like whatever oh. was on the thing there. I think pepper spray would have affected him a lot more. Than that's fair. Spray. That's fair. Yeah. And like throwing shit, and I think she picks up like a desktop fan and swinging it at him. <laughs> and she's like just anything she can get her hands on, attacking him. And finally, takes the mask off. Why are you dressed like kick ass? Because I am kick ass. 
And also, I'm not gay. Sorry, just it's all part of my alias thing. That's just, why I was doing that. Just ripping band-aids off. Oh, you know. And so she's freaking out a bit, and he's kind of following around, like apologizing. And when finally, she's like, all right, well, I guess if you're not gay, I kind of had a crush on you, too. So then they start making Well, and he's that. like, well, let's just go. And then she's like, you don't have to. All right, you can't go yeah. out the front door. My mom has a burglar alarm, so you better yeah. use the window. Okay. And he gets to the window. She goes, or you could just stay. We can uh, bone. Like, stay like a sleepover? No. Oh. <laughs> and then they start making out. And he gets a full-on boob grab. We get full-on. Oh, it's the most awkward boob. Like, they kiss for a second, and then he just goes two hands Choo. in. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, respect. <laughs> <laughs> At any point, she's going to stop this, so I got to get in while yeah, I can. get it while you can. And... um so now they're they're totally a thing and you know they're sitting there and uh what red mist is doing something on tv and the conversation comes up again and katie's like kick ass is way hotter i would fuck his fucking brains out if i got the chance (laughs) and dave's like really yeah you want to go see that new kate hudson movie about something about coffee or whatever (laughs) yeah let's go okay and they run off (laughs) i do and i think the guy's love's like Oh, don't invite us. Yeah. <laughs> Guess we're not invited. Whatever. And they just leave the building and immediately have Allie Fucking sex. on a dumpster now. Yes. <laughs> dumpster sex. Dumpster sex. Yes. <laughs> Still would. Uh, I don't. Yeah. But how many of his nerve endings, like if he can't feel pain, can he feel pleasure? Is he? Yeah. I kind of wondered that myself. Like, but I know a lot of, I know a lot of people that have that infliction. They're like, it's a pain thing. It's the pain receptors. Hopefully it'd be different receptors. <laughs> I would, it would yeah. really suck to not be able to feel pleasure either. Yeah, right? And being a bystander to your own sex. <laughs> All right, whenever you're done, I guess. <laughs> Is it still hard? I can't tell. <laughs> yeah, so that's, I guess, like, yeah. Otherwise, dumpster sex is kind of not not that exciting. If if I can't remember the name of the gal that plays the, she's like, hey, jump on this dumpster and fuck me. You're going to be like, no, I ain't doing dumpster sex. No, I totally would. I'm saying if you can't feel anything, then... Yeah, no, me too. Uh-oh. I'd be like, yep, now you got a dumpster under you and on top of you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Only one of them's going to dump in you. Yeah. Now you're a dumpster. Oh. <laughs> All right. So he promises her he's done with kick-ass, and they're totally a thing now. They're totally an item. And uh, then he checks his message boards, and it's like, Red Mist, dude, we have to fucking meet now. There's like a hundred messages from yeah. Red Mist. So you got to do one last kick assening. The kick assening. Yeah. And even as he's leaving the house, before he even gets to anything, he calls her. He's like, I'm sorry. I've got to do one more thing. What? You promise? I know. I know. I'm sorry. But just one more. I have to, I have to do this. And she's like, okay, but I care about you a lot. I care about you a lot, too. And so he meets up with Mist, who's like, hey, those warehouse guys? There were some really bad fucking guys with really bad fucking friends. And now they think we did that shit and there's a fucking price on our head. I guess it started with him like, this has to be important. So I promised my girlfriend I wasn't going to kick ass anymore. So this better be a big deal. <laughs> yeah. How about fucking your life? Is that a big yeah. enough deal for you or something like that? But yeah, there's a price on our heads because they think we did the warehouse murders. Oh, well, I know some people that could possibly help us. Oh, oh you think? Yeah, Kick-Ass just does everything he can to be a dumbass yeah. in this entire movie. But, I mean, he's a high school kid. That- and, yeah, so Redman's like, oh, you think they could? Maybe you should message them. 
so he puts up that he's on vacation and uh big daddy and hit girl are like about to have some hot chocolate when they see that come up okay we'll have our hot chocolate when we're done you get your shit together i'm going to tell them to meet us at warehouse b go and jump into action and uh you know mist drives is followed by a van get to the place walk up knock on the door introductions this is red mist and he you know hit girl sitting in this windowsill and daddy's even like hit girl manners oh sorry hi i'm hit girl and he just goes i'm red mist and pulls a gun out and just two in the chest yeah knocks her out the window and then you know the mob runs in they fucking like what that's almost like the demolition man fucking stun baton thing they get big daddy with yeah i mean they were it's like a taser stick. And it seems like the way that they, yeah, yeah, something like almost like that, like a friggin' cattle prod or something yeah. almost, you know. But yeah, like you'd think that it, all the caution that Big Daddy has taken up to this point, he really friggin' laid it down at this point, you know. You, you'd think oh, yeah. even still, like he he doesn't know this dude that well, you'd think he'd still be on edge, especially when he brought a stranger into the friggin' meeting, right? Which was not, was a, yeah, stupid. That's, a, that's a no-no. Just shut the door yeah. and say, nope. Yep, nope, nope, I don't know you. Fuck out. But so they they get to kidnap uh, Big Daddy and kick ass. And I like this guy's picked up Hit Girl, and then I've always wanted one of these, and takes a bazooka off the wall because even their oh, little, yeah. their secondary hideout is fucking floor to ceiling guns everywhere. Yeah, he's <laughs> like a bazooka. Who was it that asked? He's yeah, like, a bazooka. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, if you got a chance to get a bazooka, you, you what take are you the gonna leave the bazooka? Yeah, no, you're gonna get that you goddamn take- bazooka. Also, there's a there's a thing here where. Uh, before this all happened, I think it was maybe when they, uh, if it was at the coffee thing or whatever, they were talking about getting something new or whatever, or something, because they decided it's time to take down D'Amico. Right, right? Yes, And she yes, threw yes. the throwing star, hit D'Amico in the face or whatever, and then they're like getting whatever they need. It's like, oh, I found the perfect thing. That's like $300,000. It's like $300,000. She's like, what is it? You know, and it comes around, and you don't see what it is because put it in the cart. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they're doing some online weapons. And searching. then they're looking at the prints of it, and you can see these two little, like, minigun barrels yeah she goes it looks even better than it did in the pictures because in the picture we didn't have gatling guns honey <laughs> yeah i guess you're right daddy and you don't know what it is all you see is these yeah. two little like gatling gun barrels sticking up over the top of a piece of plywood yeah something yeah. belt fed big gun but yeah no that, that was but, one part because that yeah. does come back <laughs> yeah that that has been i, I do like i said like, it quite oh, a bit oh i found the perfect thing yeah but it's three hundred thousand dollars whatever he comes out i, I think like, his initial reaction is just well is there anything better to spend that on yeah, like he's not like even that. phased by it. And then when he sees it, put it in the cart. Yes. <laughs> um, so now Frank's going to unmask Kick-Ass live on television. Of course, everyone tunes in. It's and Chris like, is upset because Chris doesn't. I mean, I think Chris is. I mean, he's a lonely kid. He wants to. He's like, hey, this could be. We could be friends. We could yeah. hang out together. Or whatever, and he's not know? doing any of this. Yeah. And he's even trying to tell his dad, like, you can't do that. He had nothing to do with it. And Frank's like, you got to understand. I got to send a message. This big daddy guy, nobody knows who the fuck he is. But everybody knows Kick-Ass. So if I kill Kick-Ass too, I give the the message, don't try to be a fucking vigilante. Yeah. Period. So, I, guy who actually did me wrong, but also the message I want to send. That's why they're both dying. Um. So, yeah, everybody's like watching the news. Kick-Ass has this big important message. We think he's going to unmask himself. This is going to be the biggest thing. The internet's probably going to go down even. Um, oh no, it's a mafia style execution. <laughs> I, I just like, 
You know, in France, they call a stick like this a baton. Let's see how that works. Beating the shit. You know what a silent K is? It's when you don't say the K at the beginning of a word like brass knuckles. Or knuckle dusters, what they call them. And then he just starts, you know, so he's using this nice little like elementary school lesson to help beat the shit out of Big Daddy and kick ass. And it was because like on the TV, on the news, like cut away like okay well that's not what we expected so we're going to like that's too violent or whatever for and then everybody instantly rushes to the computers to, to pull oh, yeah yeah up. yeah they have to pause they're like we can't continue showing this we are the thing that is streaming live on the internet we can no longer show so of course everybody runs to their computers right and uh i mean the beatings just continue they're and even voiceovers here is like yeah even with my inability to feel pain uh no that fucking hurt that was terrible. And if you think that obviously I'm going to survive because I'm talking to you right now, fuck you, man. Haven't you seen Sunset Boulevard? Or he starts listing off all these movies where the hero dies but still does the voiceover. And, uh, <laughs> sorry. I was thinking, I, I made a note too where, like, before when he was like, before they went on TV and he's like having the monologue or do over so He's like, and I was upset, not just because I'm not going to see, find out what happened on lost or yeah. But yeah, I was like, I'll, not to see what Katie and I's kids look like, not to yeah. blah, 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 not to know what happened on lost. Yeah. <laughs> and so then they're dousing him in gasoline and one guy has a Zippo and about playing with the Zippo. And all of a sudden the lights go out. Hit girl has her night vision goggles and she's just like dancing around the room, just capping everybody. Yeah. And uh, making it almost too easy. I mean, they can see where she shoots from, but she just keeps moving. Keeps moving so they it. can only shoot where she was. And I mean, she is just taking fucking everything. Oh, and it's a pretty, out. it's a kick ass scene. And then after a while, she turns on like, she turns the lights on her pistols that have a strobe. So it's fucking yeah. up their eyes and she's going through blasting people. And then she puts the, the light on the shelf. So they're all shooting that way. And then she comes in from this side, just starts yeah. shooting people in the ear. Well, like, that, yeah. So they, one of the, well, during the shootout, one of the guys gets the Zippo back and starts the fire, but it's only burning. Yeah, that's Big right. Daddy. That's right. Yeah. And this is where, which we, I don't know how that works. They put it all over the place. Yeah. That would definitely catch them both on fire. Oh, absolutely. But for some reason, and this is where we get the full-on Nicolas Cage oh, ridiculousness, yeah. where he's like, "Use the kryptonite, child." Just like, oh, yeah. kryptonite, and that's where she turns on the strobe, and then, right. and a Robin's a revenge. <laughs> and so that's yeah, she says. I mean, the dude is on fire, so yeah. I mean, it's probably hard to keep a steady tone. Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah, Robin's revenge is where she uses the strobe as a distraction. That's right. And that's caps, right. Caps the last two. Yeah, he's tell he's shooting it all out there because there was a second there where she's like, "Oh fuck, I don't know what to do next." And he's yeah, because I think hollering. they get some lights back on, and yeah. so she's like, "There goes my cover of darkness and everything." Uh, so then she takes out the last two, puts the fire out, and gets his mask off, like runs over cape cape over him or whatever, and then that instantly, which I guess that maybe that was why he wears the cape because he's on fire. There you go, <laughs> um, and takes his mask off and probably took some skin with that, I'm sure. But oh, yeah. He has like no lips anymore. He's, he's all bar. He's, 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 he's looking pretty rough. He's, he's a fire marshal Bill. But a little bit of a conversation, you know, a little bit of goodbyes, basically. Um, you yeah, know, he's like, I'm so proud of you or whatever. And, yeah, then, and I love you. I love you, daddy. I love you. Sweet dreams. And then he dies and it's pretty sad. <laughs> pretty sad. You know, everybody cries a little bit because Nicolas Cage died. And um, Frank and... Uh, Chris are sitting on the couch, you know, because he's finally like, you want to be in my business and sit down and shut the fuck up? This is what I do. 
And then they're just sitting there stunned because they can't believe that they just saw <laughs> their entire crew get murdered by a little girl. <laughs> and like, what the fuck did we just witness? And then it cuts to the buddies and Todd's like, I love her, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like she's like 11. I'll wait for her. Yeah. I vow to save myself for her. I'm in love. I'll save myself for her. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that being really difficult for you, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because now uh, Katie's friend is all over Clark. Clark's yeah. got the other girl, so poor Taz just left out. Um, so get back to the hit daddy and hit girl's place, and you know he's like, just pack up whatever you need. You can stay at my place. You know we can figure out what to do. But you mind if I clean my face off? She's like, yeah, go in there. And while he's cleaning off his face, she's like, I mean, as many guns as this poor tiny girl can even lift. I mean, she is taking everything. Everything. And he walks out of the bathroom and just like, no, I, I meant like pajamas and a toothbrush. And she's like, she's full Arnold from Commando. This is like <laughs> full on Commando scene on the beach when he's like getting ready for yeah. the rage. And so she's like, look, my mom died for nothing. My dad is not going to have died for nothing. So I'm going to finish this. So either go home or shut the fuck up and pick out your weapon. Yeah. And this is when he looks inside that plywood box he doesn't yet though because like she goes up for it on her own like he pusses out he's like i, I gotta go home or whatever because oh. he's got his girl to live for or whatever right. you know because it, it doesn't come back that he gets into the box until because well, she tells she hands him the, here's the manual better read fast because you got five minutes or whatever you'll be see, using it in five minutes see i thought he pushed out maybe i maybe no. i'm wrong but like because he comes into this well, hey, we'll yeah get to it, but so yeah Figure it out because you're going to be using it in like five minutes. And uh, he's on board to help her out, even though he's never successfully fought or used a weapon yet in his entire life. But <laughs> yeah, here we go. Really the worst superhero out there. Yeah. But. So now she's in street clothes, just looking like a, a lost little girl with her <laughs> like, like a Japanese schoolgirl. Like yeah. <laughs> and she gets up to the front door of Frank's building and they're like, ah, she's a lost girl. What can we like, help? Don't you? open the door. It's like, it's a lost girl. <laughs> what did they say? Uh, what's the matter, sweetheart? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you lost wood. And then just starts fucking taking out everybody in the lobby. So the music is very much the good, the bad, and the ugly here. But it's very reminiscent of Matrix with the lobby shootout. Oh, man. Yeah, there is that. And then at this scene, you're if you're watching it at this point, you're like, dude, John Wick ain't got nothing on this friggin' 12-year-old girl. <laughs> 12-year-old girl's girl right fucking now. insane. <laughs> A lot more agile than a 60-year-old man, that's for sure. Um, so then she gets up to the elevator, and she look, looks up at the camera and gives a thumbs up, and you cut back to kick asses at their, their apartment yeah. watching through the security camera. So I guess they'd hacked into his security camera feed or something. But, you know, still a whole lot of hinting around this Gatling gun thing, but at this point you see he's wearing the, the bullet strap, the bullet belt around his neck. You're like, okay, something's got yeah, two Gatling the, the, guns the belt, the, the and gun a whole belt. lot of belts. Uh, something's fucking up. Now, what he has the line with no power comes no responsibility. <laughs> Except I, that's not exactly true. Yeah. yeah. The reversal of the Reverse Spider-Man. Batman, or Spider-Man, yeah, not yeah. Batman, Spider-Man. So, and this is where he's like walking behind the plywood. And you're like, what the fuck is... Fu-? Her attack continues... Uh, you know, she gets to like uh, the elevator lobby and she's got like a scorpion esque fucking rope spear thing. She's yeah. 
throwing through like one guy tries to pull a gun and she throws it through his hand and fucks him up and you yeah, know, she got like a knife throws. on it she's like throwing her like sli- flying around on the end of it and stuff but apparently yeah. you could let go of the knife pick up other shit and stuff with it yeah so. uh and so she ends up taking out a bunch of dudes the last one she has them all tied up in her little rope knife thing and uses it to move his hand like ties his arms up so she pulls it and his hand comes in close and then one more yank and he pulls the trigger and blows his own head off but then that gunshot clues everybody actually inside you know because it's the elevator lobby so on the other side of the door they're all like oh shit you know it's going down it's here it's here everybody get into position uh Big old massive shootout. There are probably like ten guys that come into this little hallway. Yeah, line like of the a hallway. She's she's hiding behind a pillar at the end of it. She's yeah. got her two pistols, which I don't know what happened to all the rest of the guns that she. But of course, she can't carry that all in, dressed up like a Japanese schoolgirl. So yeah, I mean, she had her rolling suitcase in the lobby, but yeah. it must still be in the elevator, I guess, or something. Yeah. But all of those guns for nothing. <laughs> she has the two, and she so she ends up like shooting and a bit of John Wick when it runs out. She throws it at people and steals their guns and yeah. Oh, and she's running on the walls and shit. Oh, like yeah. it's full on like acrobatics, like coming through just blastings. And uh, gets down to the last guy who's scared shitless. This guy I don't think he's done shit this whole time except piss himself. And she like he's on the ground and she lands on top of him and is about to shoot and it's empty. And then the elevator dings again, so she gets up and goes and hides. They're, now they're kind of in the kitchen area, so she goes and like hides behind the kitchen counter. And the scared guy's like, "Oh my god, she's in, she's in, the, she's in the kitchen and she's out of ammo." And they're like, "Okay, well then let's fucking go get her. She's got no ammo. What's the fucking problem?" Yeah, <laughs> I got Here, a gun. The dude's like, ah, "Now you do. Here you go. Take my gun and go fucking deal with it." So he steps around the corner and just unloads a full, whole fucking magazine into magazine the, yeah. into the kitchen island, and then looks back. Uh, I guess. I guess we're good. good. And then, like two, two knives, two <laughs> kitchen knives, into the all face. the way through his chest cavity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <gasps> I guess she's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. So then, uh, the the big security guy has been out there in the hallway also. So now he goes back into the main office and we with uh, where Which Frank and Chris are hanging out. And this the, is your favorite yeah. scene, also our opening scene. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, everything's under control. And picks up the bazooka. Under control, you're taking the fucking bazooka, you dumbass. <laughs> and Frank's just like, yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, do like, the bazooka thing. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, do the bazooka thing. If it's thing. bad enough that you need a bazooka, use the bazooka. Yeah, for sure. And so he gets out there, and of course, he's like, I've always wanted to say this. And he does the say hello to my little friend, <laughs> fucking Scarface thing. And he even like drops down onto one knee and has yeah. it on his shoulder. Like He's getting ready to do some He's bazooka. getting ready to fucking real bazooka but then they hear a noise and look over and here comes kick ass and a yeah. fucking goddamn jetpack gatling gun ra- caliber style fucking like, jet, yeah yeah this jetpack and with dual gatling guns and it's like shooting out of a helicopter and it's like like yeah. just, that, just that whine of of belt fed machine gun madness <laughs> he just for four guys yeah uh, worth it <laughs> it just lays waste. You gonna, if you jack, if you if you jetpack up, uh, you know multiple floors, you ain't gonna freaking hold back on the ammo once you get there, right? I mean, you've I'm made sorry. you made you're, that appearance in your yeah. You you can't do that and be be conservative here. I mean, you, yeah. Now we're going bold. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you don't. Do, subtlety doesn't start with a jetpack. <laughs> no, <Right? laughs> not ever has it started with a jetpack. No. So he takes them all out and then it gets quiet and he goes back to the you know uh we cut back to the office and frank's like 
I guess that's it. That was a really weird sounding bazooka. <laughs> and um, then is this where they leave? Yeah, how, what? I, he just he doesn't realize that it was a jetpack with a Gatling gun. Yeah, I, okay, like, I think I they walked out to figure out what was going on or whatever. And are they? And yeah. are they anyway, they, they all they all four meet up, and so Kick Ass and Red Mist start fighting, and then Hit Girl. Because yeah, I think they walk in or whatever, and he's like. Take him out or whatever. Like, like he's gonna get the little girl. Like, oh, yeah. All right, you know. <laughs> and it, it this is this is cool because it's a nice uh, juxtaposition of the two fucking high school idiots who have no idea how to fight. Yeah, no fighting ability. Just like basically slapping each other. And, and you saw bitches. earlier how how uh, the what I forget his name now that that, that Frank, he was Frank yeah, he trains was training. and stuff. So he's like fucking kicking her in the face and slamming her around, and he's beating Hit Girl up pretty bad. I mean, she's doing great too, but. Uh, I like she even has the knife, so when he swings, she's able to like stab his arm a little bit here and there, and she's like slowly cutting on his limbs yeah. to try to thousand he, cuts. Uh, well, I guess yeah, stabbing the arm enough, you're not gonna oh, be able to God, swing God. it so he well. Stab so. my arm once, I'm like, you know what? I'm this isn't funny anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's she's playing the long game. Well, he's got a until, and also it's weird that because if they're behind his desk. He's got a, a, a 50 cal friggin' Desert Eagle in the desk. We saw earlier when, when oh, Chris right. was behind the desk. Well, because he had a gun, but she like. Oh, that's right. She, the, she did that. So she swung hers and she got, got, it got away the from gun her. out of his hand, and it's yeah. across the office. So it's not till he like picks her up and slams her into the desk, collapses the whole desk. The whole thing crumbles. You'd to have the to ground. hit a desk really goddamn hard with a 12 year old girl to, yeah. to collapse it. And she's laying there, and I think he fucking punches her a few more times in the face. Like, you know, it's basically the same thing you did to Allie kick ass, like kill yeah. my men, whatever. And it's like, great. You're a grown ass man punching a twelve year old girl in the face. You feel ba- you feel bad now? I feel like a cool guy. Feel a big man feel now. Tough? Yeah. And so she oh, there's even all right. So gets her and then goes over and picks up the gun and he comes back and he's like, I wish my son was like you. <laughs> but time for a family reunion. And he's about to shoot her in the face when uh Kick-Ass pops up. and Oh, because him and Red Mist had done the dual knockout thing that happens in a lot of movies where they both swing and hit each other at the same time. And Yeah. so he, I've been in a few fights. It never ended that way. No. Nah, at least yeah. that I remember. I don't know. I was unconscious. I don't think the other guy was. <laughs> <laughs> he comes to just in time and goes and gets the bazooka. So right as Mark Strong is about to shoot Hit Girl in the face, you know, he's like, why don't you pick on somebody your own size? <laughs> Just a whole lot of cliche movie lines in this fucking thing. But that's also like what you could expect a high schooler to say. Like, you know, sure, if sure. you're just comic books and movies, you all that's all you got. That's like, all you know. Yeah. You ain't quipping like what's piano. Se- fucking security guy. <laughs> I with, told you I not I good at quips. Blamo. <laughs> <laughs> but he fires the bazooka. It hits uh, Frank and takes him through the window and kind of flies out. He's screaming out until he's over the city of New York and then explodes. And then it explodes. Like I was thinking, he's going to hit another building. That's a lot of extra dead body. No, (laughs) just out midair just explodes. This is over the street. So yeah. So it's just going to rain down on the people below. Rain down gore on the people below. Just another day in the city. (laughs) Rain or me. Um, So there we go. And this is where Mist wakes up and he gets the samurai sword down. He's like, I'm going to kill these motherfuckers until he goes in and sees them flying away on a jetpack. And then he's like, oh, I guess I'm not going to, I'm not going to kill him. I guess at least not right now. Um, 
they land on Mindy's building. Mindy, Hit Girl is Mindy, as we said. And, you know, they do the introductions. He's like, I'm Dave Lejewski. He's like, yeah, I know you fucking idiot. I know everything about you because you're <laughs> stupid and terrible at this. <laughs> but my name's Mindy. Um, so now she lives back with Marcus, the cop buddy. They go into the same school as Dave, you know, so he can help keep an eye on her. Not that she needs it. We get a scene of the bullies. <laughs> You'd think that would be the other way around. Yeah. The the bully's trying to pick on her, and then the camera kind of pans away as you hear bones crunching and screams because she beats the shit out of these two bullies trying to get her. Um, and there are other heroes. He's like, there are other people. They all say I'm an inspiration. I don't know. I'm just a stupid kid in a scuba suit, whatever. Uh, I'm retiring because I get to bang Katie all the time. And uh, frankly, I don't care about crime that much anymore because I'm too busy banging Katie all the time. Yeah, I mean, I could see that being the undoing of a lot of superheroes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for real. I mean, Superman can get by with it because he's so fast, but normal people can't <laughs> do that, right? Right. Yeah, so uh, now we get one last scene of, of Chris and then and a new Red Mist thing where it looks like he made a mask out of a hockey goalie mask or some really yeah, some. stupid look. It looks Terrible. He, he didn't look that good in the first place. He looked no. like an emo, like the yeah. New and it was totally a wig because he pulled the wig like off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this one he has like a goalie mask on, and of course we get where do they get a load of me? <laughs> Fucking Joker line, and then he shoots directly at the camera, and we get credits. And that's right. the end of Kick Ass. Which I man, and like I said, all the all the cliche movie quotes. I mean, that's it's probably what we would do. You know, if we were superheroes trying to do it, like, like what do you, what do you, you know? We're, oh shit. Oh, we could probably come up with our own shit. But in high school, you just idolize these people. So you're probably not going to come up with a lot of your own shit. Yeah, that's so. fair. Um, so I guess before we go into ours again, Manny has voted that uh, very rewatchable. Yeah. We didn't get a big spiel, just very rewatchable. Still no word from Elise. So, uh, uh, yeah, and for me, I, I, this is another one that I added. Like I said, Nick's K's left a lot to be desired. So I added some more K movies. This was one that I was like, yeah, I love this movie. I added Karate Kid just for the nostalgia. I added this one because it's one that I I enjoy, and it is a rewatch for me. It's like I said, it's it's got cool action scenes that 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 at least match a lot of like John Wick style movies. Like I mean, just a lot of good choreography, fight choreography, and stuff, and and it's funny, and it's got Nicolas Cage. I mean, what's not so like about yeah. it? So it's a rewatch. Yeah. Um- I think it's a pretty unique movie. Like, I, I guess Matthew Vaughn is, has a style, and he likes to do comic book type movies. That's his fucking Jamie Jam. But uh, he definitely has a style where it feels comic booky and kind of heightened reality, but it never like feels absurd or unrealistic. Really, um, I mean, the jetpack Gatling gun is a bit out there, but hey, well, well, sure. <laughs> Also, sure. also being able to learn it in five minutes is a pretty steep order, <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. It all feels still somewhat feasible. You know, nobody's got superpowers, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel that this one is pretty unique, even though it's Matthew Vaughn's thing. This one definitely stands like this world feels like a kick-ass world. This doesn't look or feel like. Yeah, the cliches and the call-outs for all these other movies, but I feel like this is this is a pretty individual movie, and I think I I it's very entertaining. Uh, the fights are great. They they put a lot of work into the the action scenes, which at the heart it is an action scene. It's a teen yeah. comedy, but it's an action movie, and I feel like they really stuck it to that 
you know. I mean, I wouldn't even consider it a teen comedy, being that you had to be at least seventeen to go see it on your own. Yeah, right. When it came out. So, <laughs> um, and it is funny, and it, and plus, whoever Katie Lindsay for <laughs> Lindsay for Micah, I don't know what her last name actually is, but yeah, that's one of the only complaints I have is that with a rated R on it, I'd love to see some more boobs in this. Yeah, not <laughs> just what that the little clip on the. Yeah, the internet, internet shirking off to at the beginning, but yeah. but it's you know no, I think it's a it's rewatchable. I think it's a pretty strong movie. I don't remember a damn thing about the sequel, so I guess probably just one and done on this one. It doesn't rate as high, but after watching this one, I don't remember much about. I don't remember anything about the sequel, so I'm I'm gonna watch. I'm putting that on my own rewatch list because I I need to remember what that one's all about. <laughs> See if it's you know hell if, if it's if it's seventy five percent of this one, then it's still gonna be a good movie. Yeah, I don't remember it being that good, but I. Either way, this one is good. I think this one is rewatchable. Uh, I had a great time going through it, and I was like, oh, my God, that's right. I remember this. You know, fuck, yeah, that's right. This, You know, you're cheering along with it. It's a good time. Yeah. Way to and go, I Matthew I love seeing Vaughn. Nicolas Cage do his Nicolas Cage oh, thing, yeah. too. <laughs> when, he get, when he just gets to be fucking way out there, Nicolas Cage, it's always a good time. <laughs> so there you go. If you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter at Their Watch Party. Find us on Facebook at The Rewatch Party. Email the rewatch party at gmail.com. Give us your thoughts on Gatling gun jet packs. How do you feel about the, the Cajuning? <laughs> the what would Cajun. your superhero name be? What would you do? Would you have a, a car that shoots mist for no reason? What, 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 what sort of superhero would you do? Let us know. We'll love to hear from you. Don't forget about our sister show, The Tournament of Champions, wherein we rate and review the likability and fightability of characters from these movies. We put up polls on our social pages where you, the listener, determine who makes it into the tournament in the first place, and then separate polls where you, the listener, determine how those battles play out. So don't forget to find us on the socials because your votes do count. Also, don't forget about the Rewatch Party merch line. This is going to be a tough. This is going to be a tough bracket. This one. I mean, who's going? Who's the best? Big Daddy, Kick Girl. Ah, oh, it's got to be Hit Girl, right? I mean, I don't think. I don't think Kick Ass is going to get it. No, fuck I'm no. saying, I'm saying, or not, Hit Girl, Hit Girl, goddamn, Hit Girl. But yeah. ah, Big Daddy seems to have his moves down too. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, I, we'll have to see when we get to that on the polls. Hmm. It, it's it's always out. I need to get back on that. <clears throat> anyway, don't forget about our merch line. You can get the Rewatch Party logo on any damn thing you please. We, uh, fuck you, you want a superhero costume with a cape? You can be a Rewatch Party man. <laughs> Halloween's right around the corner. That's right. Better get on that order now. Yeah, and and the bar's not high. You cannot. You don't have to have a superhero bar body to be a rewatch superhero. Oh no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. So you know, let us know if you'd like some official rewatch party merch. Join us next week as we finally get to the drunken dance in Kickboxer. Until then, I'm Nick with Anthony, and thanks for rewatching. Tongue punch my pastry hole. The 
world's most powerful boxers don't fight in New York or Las Vegas. They live and die in a world of their own. Eric, don't do it. To underestimate a fighter like this is dangerous. I saw the look in his eyes. This guy is crazy. He's fucking crazy. To face them in the ring is suicide. I'm the best. must enter this world alone. May I help you? I want Don. And I want you to teach me Muay Thai. And learn the art of humility. It's very different in America. Your defense stinks. Of faith. Just listen. With your mind, your heart, your whole being. And vengeance. Your brother. Remember? It takes a lifetime to master the art of survival. You're going to fight Tom Paul? Kurt Sloan has a matter of months. From the makers of Bloodsport, a new film starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. I will not fight for you and me. He's not gonna let you out of that ring alive. The movie group presents Jean-Claude Van Damme in Kickboxer. It takes one to kill one.